Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international news. In Canada and the province of British Columbia, massive wildfires are now threatening homes. The province has imposed a state of emergency. It's told 35,000 people to leave their homes. It's issued an evacuation order. Some people are being told they can only leave their homes in emergencies, depending on where they are. These blazes are just 300 kilometers from the city of Vancouver, and the blazes have been exacerbated by a long-running drought in that area. Dr. Roland Ngam is the Project Manager for Climate Justice at the Rosa Luxemburg Foundation. Dr. Ngam, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen, and good morning to the listeners. I've never been there, but I think for most of us, when you think of Canada, you think of snow, you think of cold. Here we have a long-running drought and huge fires. What kind of environment are these blazes taking place in? Yes, uh, Stephen, it is because of lack of rain and uh, because there has not been enough rain in the past years. Uh, the soils are really very dry. And because of that, um, adding to the lack of now for uh, over a long period of time, suddenly it is very easy uh, for uh, uh, bushes to catch a light. And uh, we have about uh, 10,000 sporadic different fires all across Canada at the moment. And uh, this is not happening only in Canada as well. Remember that it's also in the uh, northwest of the U.S. where there is a heat dome and uh, um, all across the, the eastern part of the United States and uh, parts of Europe as well. Even in Siberia, there have been um, wildfires this season. When we have things like heat domes, wildfires like this, what does that tell us about what's going on in our atmosphere and in our climate? I mean, obviously, it's very dry in these places and hotter than it normally is, hotter in some places than perhaps it's ever been. Yes, uh, Stephen, um, what is happening in Europe, for example, is that uh, you have this massive heat dome that has uh, pushed across from um, Africa at the moment. And also, um, for, for the general causes, obviously, uh, human-induced climate change uh, has caused the oceans to warm up. Um, and sometimes it may be imperceptible, just half a degree warmer, but uh, generally over time since 1850, uh, since the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, um, human beings have caused the planet to warm much faster. Uh, the fact is that uh, we have been making changes, but these changes are not necessarily happening quickly enough because some heat is already trapped in the atmosphere. Now, uh, what's happening this year is that you have um, the El Nino uh, uh, Southern Oscillation, and because of uh, El Nino, the oceans are, um, have also warmed up, and that is causing a lot of the heat uh, and rains as Let's not forget Hillary in uh, southern uh, USA, in different so different parts of the world being affected uh, differently uh, uh, this year. Is this going to be the new normal uh, for the northern hemisphere, or could we have a lot of seasonal variation? You'll have a season like this, and then a sort of season of what used to be called normal. Or do you think this is just how it's going to be in the northern hemisphere, which, as we know, is probably going to be affected more by events like this than we are in the southern hemisphere for the moment, at least. Yes, Stephen, uh, let's not uh, um, forget Africa as well. Let's say that this is the new normal for the entire planet. Uh, the fact that uh, the climate is changing, the fact that the ocean mean surface uh, temperature is a lot hotter means that we are going to 
all be affected. Uh, the countries of the Sahel uh, are going to be affected, Mali, Chad, uh, Burkina Faso, for example, and let's not forget that what's happening in Niger is in consequence uh, the collapse of the climate. Um, Central Africa, uh, Cameroon, uh, DRC, etc., are also going to be affected. I think Sierra Leone and Liberia are all appointing uh, uh, heat officers uh, to monitor uh, the heat and inform the public. And so this is really going to continue to uh, 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 spread across the world, uh, drier surfaces, more rain, more heat. And so uh, we should all be prepared for it. For us in South Africa, that also means um, this season, as we look into an El Nino season coming up through our summer, it's also going to be very dry and probably very hot. Those are certainly the predictions for the moment. And that could be the case for a while. Yes, um, it is also very uh, uh, heartening that uh, South African Weather Services really uh, has been uh, working a lot more on the heat issue. Um, AgriSA obviously has said that uh, uh, grain production could be constrained. Um, and so uh, the government also should uh, uh, try and put in place measures to ensure that uh, farm workers get more breaks, uh, that uh, people who live in uh, uh, towns uh, across the Karoo, for example, certainly where uh, it is a lot more dangerous to work, uh, are protected and uh, measures are taken to ensure that uh, uh, Sometimes some of the rules that happen in other countries, uh, even students, uh, learners, uh, should be uh, uh, asked to stay at home sometimes uh, when it gets unbearably hot. Uh, so general measures have to be uh, uh, taken uh, to ensure that human life also uh, is protected. Very scary in a way, isn't it? Dr. Roland and Gum, thank you. Project Manager for Climate Justice at the Rosa Luxemburg Foundation. So many issues going on with climate at the moment. Uh, we are, of course, waiting to see for the start of our summer to see what kind of summer we are going to have already in Swane today. A prediction for 29 degrees. It's only the 21st of August. Good morning. 27 minutes after six.